Welcome to Bloody Bay, an eclectic full-contact theater audio drama series written by Mimi Monteith and Anne-Marie Shea. Please like, follow, subscribe, or drop a review wherever you listen to podcasts. Successful mystery author Florence Gardner is facing both a potentially ruinous divorce from husband and former actor Lee Millville and slumping sales. Desperate for inspiration, she heads to Bloody Bay, the small Maine town whose record of murders makes New York look like Branson. But it seems the town's main export has dried up, so Florence devises a plan that'll really knock them dead. And now, Bloody Bay. You poor fool. So this is how you planned to blackmail me. This is how you planned to retire on Easy Street. And you don't have enough wit to use the record button. (laughs) Or maybe that reporter's tape that doesn't even exist anymore. You pathetic excuse of a con man. Let's ring the bell again to celebrate the stupidest man on earth. God's sake, Florence, be still. You don't want them to find us. Does all this mean I won't be interviewed by People magazine? It was there. It was there before, I swear. I heard it with my own ears. Your voice, a bit tipsy, but still your voice and intelligible enough. You confess to planting evidence that convicted an innocent man. Who says he was innocent? He did the murder, all right. The inept prosecution just didn't make a case. It was my civic duty to rest my finger on the scales of justice. Will someone please tell me what is going on? Maybe the townsfolk were right when they called you a witch. How else to explain this incredible stroke of luck? The recording so conveniently corroding like that? Like a fine wine doesn't travel too well. A few too many transatlantic shippings. (laughs) Oh dear, maybe it's not a total waste. I'll give up writing murder mysteries and switch to farce instead. Lee, my darling muse, you continue to inspire me after all. I still want to know what's happening here. Like, who did what to who? Or to whom? Magnolia, you deserve to know the entire story. There was this journalist, a low-life member of the swarm known as Paparazzi, and he had a very A very tragic end, don't you remember, Lee? You told me you yourself were an eyewitness to the heartbreaking event. You said he was about to step off the pavement at Oxford Circus. Florence, shut up. Of course you're right, Lee. It's your story. You should tell it. After all, you were right there. Tell Magnolia what you did, uh, what happened. I'm sure Magnolia would love to hear, wouldn't you, Mags? Florence, watch what you say. There was an accident at the circus? Dear me, accident at the circus? 
<laughs> now that's what I call droll. No, in London there is a very busy intersection called Oxford Circus, where you have to be very careful to check who is standing near you. Florence, Magnolia is not a child. She doesn't need a traffic safety lecture from you. Oh, but she does. She does. A foreigner like Magnolia should learn more than simply look right than left. People get killed in broad daylight, and there's often no one to say how it happened. A busy intersection like that? Haven't you Britishers ever heard of surveillance, cameras, CCTV, and all that? We've got them all over the place over here. Well, maybe not in Bloody Bay on account of Clinton doesn't believe in them. Eyewitness accounts were good enough for my father when he was police chief, and they're good enough for me. That's his opinion, and no one can change his mind. Closed circuit TV. Surveillance cameras. Of course. Given the right lead, the right anonymous tip, I'm sure the London police would want to review the tapes from that day. Who knows whose face might show up? What do you think, Lee? Florence, you're... you're diabolical. You should be locked up. Lock her up! Lock her up! Lock her up! Lock her up! Ooh, Florence Lee, look at here out the window. That mob that was at the town square earlier have followed us here. And now they have torches. Some have pitchforks. Thrilling. Gee, it's just like you see in the old movie or something. And they're marching down the street, headed straight here, straight for this here post office. We know you're both in there. Come out now, two of you. Hands up in the air, in the name of the law. The torches are a nice touch, but what are they carrying in their hands? Not just in their hands. In their wheelbarrows, too. Full of them. Are you too blind? Those are rocks. They damn near killed me before the storm broke up the mob. Look at this scar on my forehead. It's still bleeding. I'll never be able to do another close-up. I could have lost my life. I did lose my accent. It's that damned Jackson woman. Calls herself a writer. Just a rabble-rouser. Let me speak to them. They'll listen to my reason. After all, I do communicate professionally. Hello! Nice job organizing the parade. Well done. What can we do to help you? Enough with the soon, Chief. We'll count to three, then we'll smoke them out. One. I know you are angry with me and my husband, but you wouldn't want anything to happen to Magnolia. Wave at the Magnolia smile. Smile? Did People Magazine send a photographer? To? Oh my God, they've taken a hostage. That's no hostage. That's my wife. Magnolia, honey, stay calm. I'll save you. Clinton, can you take a look around and see if there's someone who looks like a People Magazine photographer? 
She's our hostage for now, Chief Devons. What are you saying, Florence? You're only making them angrier. Shut up, Lee. I know what I'm doing. But Magnolia? A hostage? What in the world do you have in mind? When I get an idea, you'll be the first to be informed. I'm still improvising. Just throwing stuff at the wall and seeing what sticks. Throw anything sticky at this wall and you'll have the U.S. Postal Service to answer to. Magnolia, let's leave the planning to the grown-ups in the room. Florence? Make that grown-up singular. You stay out of this too, Lee. Go look for that lost accent or something. I gotta tell all of them, Clinton especially, that I came here of my own free will. You didn't take me hostage. That was then, this is now. I hereby declare you my hostage. I don't feel like one. Didn't we used to be friends? Didn't we? Can't we be friends again? Florence? Lee? I truly do consider y'all to be my friends. The result of Stockholm Syndrome, obviously. Some hostages are easier to convert than others. Hold on. Yes, brilliant. I'll issue an ultimatum. Now hear this. I am armed and dangerous. I don't see any weapons. Well, neither do they, those people out there, but we've got to behave as if I were holding a weapon on you. Unless you let me leave this building unharmed... Make that let me and my husband leave. One of these days, I am going to get simply fed up with always paying your way. Make that let me and my husband leave this building unharmed. I, we, cannot be responsible for the safety of Mrs. Devins. No, no, don't hurt my darling Magnolia. I'll do anything. She'll be just fine as long as everyone keeps a sensible head about this. Anything, anything. All right, then. Here's the deal. In a few moments, I and Magnolia... And my husband will exit the building by the front door and... I'm so tired of yelling. Just wait until we get out there and then I'll tell you the terms. Now wait. Florence, what in the world are you going to do when we get out of the post office? What's the plan? Plan? I don't have one yet. You know me, the queen of improvisation. Here, Magnolia, take this suitcase. I had to grab as many of those designer frocks that Barry left me and pack them all Barry most certainly did not leave you that stunning wardrobe. You just walked off with them. Shut up and do what you're told like a nice little hostage. Carry this suitcase for me. Don't talk to her in that tone. Whose hostage is she? Mind your manners, Lee, or I can leave you on your own to f- deal with that mob. Torches, rocks, you know how they can hurt. Not rocks. Anything but rocks. My head still hurts. Then leave whatever thinking is to be done to me and grab a bag for these unused colored index cards. I may still have a plot to get plotted someday. You want to take the index cards that were left over? Thrift, Magnolia, thrift. Waste not, want not. Besides, ever since everybody went digital, do you know how hard it is to find a place that stocks technology from the 80s? Lee, don't get them all bent. Why do you always have to talk down to me? 
Boo-hoo, my wife doesn't respect me. Save it for our next couples therapy session with Père Laurence. As if there's going to be another one. You can't just dismiss my needs like that. You have no Your right. Your needs will soon include a top-notch legal defense team if the police in London decide to move on an anonymous tip they may or may not receive about what the surveillance cameras at a certain intersection may or may not have captured if the anonymous caller ever decides to make the call. Ready? We're coming out. No funny business if you want to see the post office lady again. Okay, kiddo, move it out the door with you. Stay close to me. We can't let them see I have no weapon. Lee, be a gentleman. Carry the suitcase for poor Magnolia. Can't I have a moment to run back to our suite and pack some things for myself? What makes you think you're going anywhere? When I make a break for it, I'm going to have to move fast. You're on your own. You're leaving me behind with that mob. Oh, I almost forgot. In a momentary rush of sentimentality, I grabbed your passport. Here. But, but Florence... So long, my once lovely movie star. Just in case, if you're ever going to go to a plastic surgeon about that nasty scar, I'd suggest you see what else he can do for you while he's at it. You might want to think of getting a new look. One that won't resemble that face that may or may not appear on the Oxford Circus videos. Hold on! I've been a prisoner in my own home since this whole racket started hiding out in the kitchen. I ran home to grab some knives and any pots that might be used as weapons. What do you mean bringing this pack of madmen to my B&B? I didn't bring them there. They've been rampaging all over town ever since you got them riled up at that blasted secret meeting. It wasn't my idea to stage a stoning. Well, okay, I may have mentioned it in passing just to get the conversation started. You should see the mess at the B&B. They've been stomping all over my lawn and it's just been resodded. Tex, there you are. Have you seen the B&B? What those bozos did to the new lawn you bought me? Sometimes I'm glad Tex always carries his gun. Wait till I set him on them. I got some terrible news for you, sweetheart. Just look at the lawn. Between that cloudburst a while ago and now their angry feet. With all the time I've been spending with you, I have neglected my manly duties. What? I haven't been cleaning my gun on a regular basis and now it's rusted up in the worst way. Damn salty seaside air. Now, I'm not even able to defend my woman and her home. I might as well go down to the rectory and move in with that popish celibate. Well, we have work to do, weapon or not. Stay close. I've got to make them think I've got a weapon, remember? There they are. Who's got a gun? Shoot them now. Yeah, Yeah, that's right. No shooting. That's my wife they're holding hostage. Not they, she. Uh, This whole hostage idea was Florence's. I had nothing to do with it. No, I had nothing to do with it. Same thing he whined when we were trying to get him for the gossip campaign. Trying to incite murders, he was. It was all my wife's idea. Real Hollywood hero, hiding behind a woman's skirt. And there are more of them. Looks like Beverly Eastam and that cowboy are in on it, too. Who's calling me a cowboy? I'm an oil man. It's a conspiracy. They're all in on it. Shoot them all, Clinton. Everyone calm down. 
first thing is to get my wife to safety, get Magnolia away from them, uh, from her. Ah, uh, sort of wish I'd taken better notes on that hostage video we viewed last year. Well, what are you waiting for, Chief? Pull out your gun. Show them you mean business. Dratnor, which was it? Show your strength, or, or maybe be friendly, gain trust. Tex has a gun. Tex, show him your gun. That'll scare him. But it ain't working. I told you it rusted up. They don't know that. Go ahead, Tex. Show up. Let's see if I can convince them. Hey, all you tenderfoots, look what I brought with me. First one who raises a gun will have to deal with my old rusty, uh, 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 make that trusty, sidearm. Well, what's keeping you, Clinton? Taxpayers paid for that gun. We want to see you put it to some use. Can you give it a rest, friend? I can't shoot anyone on the counter. I don't know where I left my gun. My holster's empty. What? You're an officer of the law. How can you lose your gun? I have a lot on my mind. Thinking about the consequences of that resolution the town passed. And then babysitting my prisoner. Prisoner? Some people got the remembering power of a teenage hornet in heat. Dr. Dennis Spencer has taken up residence in the holding cell down at the station. You know, the confessed murderer? Seems the proper procedure till he can find a lawyer to arrange bail. You left a prisoner unattended and you don't even know where your gun is? Maybe he took it. Don't be silly. He's locked up tight in his cell. No way he could get his hands on my gun. But wherever it is. Hey, Chief Devins, look what I found. Dr. Spencer, what the... Why aren't you in your cell? With all the commotion going on this evening, you left the station without providing me with my supper. I was getting really hungry, so I started to look around in the refrigerator where I know you kept your snacks. You looked in the refrigerator? But that's across the room from your cell. How'd you get out? You left your keyring in the cell door. Oh, here. You better clip them back on your belt before they fall into the wrong hands. You really should take better care of your things. A place for everything and everything No it's... lectures, please. Not from the likes of you, wife killer. You left your gun sitting in the fridge right beside your stash of Milky Ways. Clanton Devins, you've been sneaking candy bars when you were out of the house? You promised me you were going to start losing weight, mister. Right? Not to mention what sticky candy can do to your oral health. When I think of all the needless tooth decay I've encountered over the years, I get so frustrated. Hey, he's waving that gun around. The chief's gun. Gun? Gun? Take him out before he kills somebody. Somebody else, you mean? He already shot his wife. No, he didn't. He pushed her out a window. I heard he shot her first. Where do you get your information? Why would he push her out of the windows if she's already dead? All of you, just take a breath. Step back. We got a situation here, and we can solve it only if we keep calm. Give me a chance to talk him down. I'm a professional at this. Uh, took workshops. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Give me a workshop. He's such a great guy. That's what we're paying expensive. You better be careful. You're like my biggest fan. He went to those too. All right then. Just uh, let me do my job that I'm trained for. I wish I could remember. Show your strength. But he's got my gun. Let's try... Be friendly, gain trust. Okay, here goes. So, Dr. Spencer, 
How's it going? Why do you ask? Don't you want your gun? Whoa, be careful how you handle that thing. Might go off any second. We wouldn't want that. I doubt anyone will get hurt by this. I checked. No bullets. Here, take it. You really should take better care of your things. I just don't let on to the others. Okay. Dr. Spencer, that's the right way. Just let me put this back in the holster where it belongs, and then we'll, uh, we'll... Oh, what, damn. Uh, what, what was I doing? You, you got me all rattled. Honey, you were about to free me from these kidnappers who took me hostage. That's right. Thank you, Magnolia. Now, don't you fret. Nothing's going to happen to you as long as I... Nothing's going to happen to Magnolia because Clinton is going to do exactly as I say. That makes no sense, Florence. You have no weapon. I am no hostage. Don't push your luck. What does that even mean? What do you have in mind? Nothing and nothing. I'm just throwing dust in their eyes, buying time. Don't be fooled. She has no weapon. Aha! Mrs. Gardner, you have caused great upset to the community of Bloody Bay. You have spread ugly rumors, causing murderous dissension among our neighbors. Murderous dissension is exactly what I did not accomplish. I did everything in my power to inspire an honest-to-goodness murder here. I provided motive, suggested means, did everything except load the gun, tie the rope, sharpen the knife myself. And the result of all this, I must say, brilliant scheming on my part? Has there been a single citizen deprived of precious life? Not even a manslaughter, an accidental fatality. I would have settled for a death by natural causes. Why do you all have to be so damned healthy? Florence, you make it sound like you were doing us a favor by inciting us to kill each other. What the hell else have you got going for you? Restaurants are begging for patrons. Your B&B Beverly seems woefully available for bookings. Magnolia, aside from postage stamps, what do you actually sell in your general store? Scenic postcards, theme t-shirts, ditto coffee mugs? I think not. Lynn, haven't you been making noises about staff reduction due to the poor patronage at the bar? Who would want to come here? Terrific local color. (laughs) Summer ends up being two days in August. In a good year. The beaches are seriously lacking in sand or rocks. The water is unbathable, scarcely above freezing in the height of the season. Oh, sure, it's great for lobsters, great catches, but who is here to buy them? They end up slipping out of their restrictive bands and cannibalizing each other in the tanks. It's true. It happened to my stock. They get all crazy and then go after each other. Which demonstrates these beastly crustaceans have more sense than the humans who catch them. Even they know murder pays. Are you saying that in order to survive economically, we have to... You said it yourself, Beverly, the day I arrived here. Everybody of interest has either been murdered or sent to the big house for murder. You remaining lot are a pretty dull cast of characters. I fire you all. You can't fire me. I quit. Tex, darling, take me away from all this. The backbiting, the terrible weather, the sword hanging over my head, knowing that my business is supported in a way by murder. What about that place in Jamaica that me and the previous missus were looking for? We ended up here by accident. 
wasn't it called Bloody, Bloody Time for me to move on to more interesting terrain. Which you can't do soon enough. Need a ride anywhere? Just release Magnolia. I'll take you to the airport in my cruiser. Oh, and uh, thanks, Dr. Spencer, for uh, returning the keys. Florence, don't forget about me. Get me out of here for old time's sake. Of course, I wouldn't dream of leaving you behind. Florence, darling, it's true what Père Lawrence said. We can rebuild our marriage after all. Marriage? (laughs) Marriage, marriage. I need someone to carry this case full of high fashion rags. Magnolia, what are you waiting for? Rush into the arms of your rescuer. But he didn't rescue me. You didn't even have a weapon. He needn't know that, ever. Just look at the glow on his face. He thinks he's a hero. Humor him. Okay, here goes. Oh, Clinton! I was beginning to give up hope. My hero, my rescuer. Not now, sweetheart. I'm still on duty. Look, it's that weird French priest. That's how much you know. He ain't French, he's Canadian. Same difference. Hey, Father Lawrence, what brings you here? Mes enfants, I hear the commotion. I, sounds like people getting violent. I run all the way here to see what is the matter, to bring you to your senses. Nothing the matter here, Father. Uh, is there, folks? Who, oh, Father? Yeah, I've never been Absolutely wonderful. You can go on your way. But uh, what do I see? Oh, how this makes me happy! I see my Florence and my Lee. You are together again. I knew it. I could bring you to happiness. I have not lost my touch. Hate to disappoint you, Father, but actually... Actually, Father, we're going on a second honeymoon. Starting anew and all that. Don't be a spoil sport. He thinks he's counseled us into a reconciliation. Won't cost us anything to keep the sweet old thing happy. Florence, that's the second time in a few moments I've seen you do something to make another person happy. What's gotten into you? I'm considering a career adjustment. I'll have to practice being nice to people in order to get in shape for the challenge. All of you people of Bloody Bay, you'll be happy to know that I have sworn off murder. I've been giving thought to something more romantic. You know, the basic bodice ripper. Oh, yeah, that's really good. That's a really good change. I really like that she's going to do that. It's like turning over a new leaf. My goodness, she's so amazing. Absolutely. Uh, Not too much with the sex all the time. Just like the old Hollywood codes, Father. Always at least one foot on the floor. The important thing is that people will love one another. Lawrence, aren't you laying it on a bit thick? Just carry the baggage, dear. Stick to what you're good at, or I may revert to my murderous ways, and I don't mean in a literary mode. Uh, Dennis, Mumfi, what are you doing here? I thought you were in lockup. I was planning on visiting you in the morning with amazing news. What news? The brother-in-law of my nephew's neighbor has a redhead son who is a lawyer. And he wants to take my case? Terrific. Not exactly more. Uh, but he knows an amputee, someone who used to be roommates with a field actor who knows a lawyer who will take on your case. If he can have all literary rights to the story, 
You always wanted to write a murder. What? Father Lawrence? Dennis? You're giving away my murder? Uh, your murder? Uh, actually, Barry's murder, poor thing. But you just said you were giving up murder. And how many times have you said that you were giving up drinking, Dennis, but you always go back? You just shifted the topic. My murder, uh, my drinking, are no concern of yours anymore. Traitor. After all the effort I put into Barry's murder, not her murder, of course, I'm talking in the literary sense. But uh, this may be the chance of Dennis's lifetime. With this lawyer, Dennis may be able to, uh, I you say, uh, beat the rap. And you're no better. Cheating me out of an authorship, and you, a man of the cloth, I could just... The two of you, I could kill you. Now that sounds more like my girl. Oh, any killing you want to do, you can do someplace else. Now into the cruiser with you, taking you to the airport, and get you on the first connected flight to London. Or any place not here. Take your hands off me, you flat-footed swine! Don't you talk like that to my Clinton. He does not have flat feet. Look over here. Oh, over here, Florence. See all the pretty dresses going into the boot of the cruiser? Bye-bye, pretty clothes. No, not the dresses. I cannot lose the dresses. Thanks, Mr. Gardner. Uh, uh, Mr. Uh, Millville. Pretty quick thinking, using that wardrobe to bait her into the trunk of my cruiser. Say, we'd uh, better get to the airport as quick as possible. Don't know how long she can last in there. Wouldn't want anything to happen to her. Enough to write up a report on myself, and I hate when that happens. You coming? Better get in the car. Of course I'm coming. I want to see Florence's state when you finally let her out of there. Oh, so many gadgets you've got. Can we use the siren and the flashing blue lights? I can't say no to the man who helped me run Florence Gardner out of town. Pop in. Hey, Dr. Spencer. Did I overhear you saying that Father Lawrence has found you a good lawyer? Dennis, please, Lynn. Yes, my friend Père Lawrence is the most forgiving man. We forgive the sins, but we never, never betray a trust. As a bartender, I think I got a lot in common with you, Padre. Say, this is a very important day for me. Calls for a celebration. Well, luckily I have keys to the Bay Bar. Well, what's stopping us? Like they say in the movie, this is the beginning of a beautiful thing.
Thank you for listening to Bloody Bay, written by Mimi Monteith and Anne-Marie Shea, directed by Callie Wills, and starring the voice talents of Jean-Marie Kuhn, Luis Bermudez, Forrest Manico, Ailey Lassane, Christopher Kay, Robert Kuhn, Jessica Lauren Fisher, and Rochelle Prue. Sound design by Daniel Houle. We'd like to thank everyone who supported Bloody Bay on Kickstarter, including Tyler Gilbert, J. Zander Kittenoa, Jesse Casanova, Kat McKay, Donaldson Cardenas, Joey Johnson, and Ella Watts. Your support through this lockdown has made it possible to bring these stories to life. If you want to support Bloody Bay directly, you can do so at redcircle.com slash shows slash bloody dash bay. Experience Bloody Bay like a local by signing up at Patreon at patreon.com slash EFCT, where your monthly pledge gets you exclusive access to behind-the-scenes content and merchandise. Are you scared of commitment? We understand. Head over to buymeacoffee.com slash EFCT, where you can make a one-time donation, no strings attached. Your donations and support help EFCT continue to highlight the work of women, BIPOC, and LGBTQ plus artists. Thanks for listening, and see you next week.